At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Philadelphia City Cast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. Uh, it's game day, ladies and gentlemen, of the huge preseason matchup between the Birds and the Miami Dolphins. The final preseason game, the third and final preseason game, Saturday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And what excites me the most is it just means we're closer to real football. We're closer to NFL week one. We've been talking about the futures market odds, the division winner odds, player season totals for player props, such as receiving yard total for AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard, rushing yards totals, touchdown passes thrown for Jalen Hurts, everything in between. And that's all well and good. We always enjoy doing all of that good stuff, but we're all eager to start talking about uh, week-to-week, real meaningful football. So third and final game kicking off tonight in Miami, despite the joint practices getting canceled due to a non-COVID-related illness. Miami uh, still able to give this thing a go and and get the preseason finale started and finished all in one. So we will be uh, previewing the final game, giving you all the latest on the odds at Bet Rivers in PA uh, and everything we can possibly bet on for this game. We'll look at who's going to be playing, how long they'll be playing for, who will not be playing. Uh, we'll give you the updates on the past couple of days for the birds down uh, in Miami practicing this week leading up to game time. So a lot to get to for the Eagles. Uh, but I want to start with our Philadelphia Phillies who uh, on Friday night, welcome back Bryce, as we all 
know by now. Bryce is back. Uh, and man, how fitting. Like it was just, it was almost a perfect, too good to be true Hollywood type of script with uh, in the first inning, first at bat, bases get loaded, no outs. Harper is uh, batting cleanup, which is something we can touch on a little bit. I thought that was interesting. Um, not really positive or negative, but Harper has been most successful throughout his career in the three hole in the lineup offensively. That's pretty much where he's been throughout his entire Phillies career. Uh, certainly for the majority of his Washington Nationals career, he would bat second occasionally, fourth occasionally, uh, but third is definitely a sweet spot. But Rob Thompson decided at least for game one with Harper back uh, that he's going to keep Alec Bohm in that third hole uh, and put Harper fourth. So I'm curious to see what the lineup looks like on Saturday and Sunday and, and moving forward. But nonetheless, uh, bases are loaded. Harper's up Friday night, and he uh, gets a nice little single there, pulls it into right field in between first and second base. Two-run score. Welcome back. Uh, Two-RBI single in his first at-bat. Phillies win over the Pittsburgh Pirates for the first game of this series, uh, weekend series against Pittsburgh in Philadelphia on Friday with a final of 7-4. to four. Harper, two months and a day, went without playing baseball for the Philadelphia Phillies. And now you look at the Phils right now, and I know over the past couple of weeks we've discussed in you know, pretty good length and detail on a few different episodes about the Phillies and you know their odds regarding World Series and National League winner. And I know that's lofty and it feels like we're running before we walk, however you want to describe it. Uh, but man, I, <laughs> there's good reason to continue that conversation right now as the Phillies have won five straight games. They are a season high, 16 games over 500. And once again, you look at their record since Rob Thompson has taken over for Joe Girardi as interim manager of the club, Phillies since that time, since June 1st, are 50 and 26. All right, 24 games over 500. Talk about the best teams in Major League Baseball. The Phillies don't get brought up really by anyone or ever, if at all. And only the Braves and the Los Angeles Dodgers have played better baseball since June 1st. So the Phillies on paper right now, record-wise, win-loss, third-best team in all of Major League Baseball since June 1st, all right? That's going on three months uh, of baseball. It's not a small sample size. It's not like it's June 20th and we're saying, ah, you know, first couple of weeks here, it's been going well. Uh, well, that was the case, and it's just flat-out continued, right? The Phillies have done an excellent job uh, during that two-month span without Bryce Harper to not only keep this ship afloat, but have some serious success throughout that time. You insert Bryce Harper now, the reigning NL MVP, and the Phillies have an opportunity not just to punch their postseason ticket for the first time in a decade, but I, I think it's a real legitimate conversation for us to have about the Phillies and the possibility of them not just getting into the playoffs, but doing something when they're there. And when I say that, it's us looking at the National League winner odds for the Phils at 16 to 1. It's us looking at the World Series winner odds at 35 to 1. And I know it sounds, it still sounds a little crazy for us Phillies fans because it's been a decade long drought with no postseason play. 
and we've been let down in that September month more than one time. Uh, so August 27th, I think some of us, despite the feel around this team being different, despite the vast success since June 1st, we still have that thought in the back of our minds. I know at least some of us do. I won't speak for everyone. I'll speak for myself and a few others that I've spoken with, just fans in general, are a little bit worried uh, due to how we've been hurt in the past, particularly in the month of September. Harper's back. That's an awesome thing. A negative thing that we touched a little bit on over the past couple of episodes, Zach Wheeler going to the 15-day IL with some forearm soreness and tendonitis doesn't sound like a big deal. It's concerning to me because that's something where it's not just like a broken thumb, right? Which is way worse. Harper missed multiple months. Uh, but tendonitis is something that, yeah, you can put him on the IL for a couple of weeks, miss a couple of starts, get that a little bit better. It's not just going to boom, disappear. It's not just going to heal like a broken bone uh, or a different type of injury. That's an injury that can and usually will linger on. Uh, I don't know if you know a 15-day trip to the IL is going to just magically cure all for Wheeler and his tendonitis, but I hope it does enough uh, to get him right, recharge it a little bit, uh, and have him feeling a little bit better than he has been feeling uh, as the Phillies gear up for hopefully a red October. All right, so uh, a big win, crowd of over 30,000 plus, just over 30,000, but uh, you have to imagine the seats are going to start to fill up more and more uh, as we enter, start to enter the month of September. You, you got to love it. it. It was a great atmosphere, uh, and it's an exciting time right now to be a Phillies fan. I'm sure the Phillies are excited as well. Bailey Falter got the start. He was just kind of thrown into the fire because of Zach Wheeler going on the IL, as we discussed. Falter's been good. Right? He has been surprisingly steady which is quite honestly all we can ask of him uh he allowed three runs on a pair of homers he went six innings he picked up his second win uh during this homestand for the fills he was also called up to face the mets not too long ago in that doubleheader last weekend and he pitched really well six innings one run ball uh so that's that's sort of been the mo of this team for the most part throughout the year consistency from guys that aren't the big name guys, right? You're getting good starts from the Bailey Falters of the world. Uh, you're getting guys in, in spot starts uh, in the field that step up in different ways. So uh, it, it, it's a lot of reasons to be hopeful and optimistic and excited right now for this Phillies team. You look at their opponent and the Pirates, there's no reason why the Phillies can't pick up two more wins here. The Pirates have lost 16 of their last 20 games. They're 47 and 38. Only the Washington Nationals have played worse uh, in the entire NL uh, than the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Phillies have won all five games against the Pirates this season, 5-0, and and I would like to see that get to 7-0 and with a game on Saturday night and then a, season, uh, a series finale on Sunday. We talked about Alec Boehm hitting third. I, I still like Schwarber batting leadoff. I've gotten that question a few times. Uh, well, well, Rye, with Harper coming back, what should the lineup look like? Uh, I know a lot of fans have discussed this topic of conversation. Uh, I, I like Schwarber remaining in the leadoff. I like Hoskins second. Honestly, I ideally, eventually I would like to see Bohm second instead of Hoskins. Uh, but we'll see how this goes if 
Robbie T sticks to this in the short term with Schwarber leadoff, Hoskins second, Bohm in the third spot, uh, and now Harper cleanup. I think Thompson's thinking was you have Schwarber, Harper, and then Stott in the seven hole, all hitting left-handed. Uh, lefties at one, four, and seven spreads that out nicely. Then you have two righties in between each of those lefty hitters. Uh, so that's that's a nice lineup for those for those reasons and that reason alone. Uh, but man, I I can't wait to see what Harper does here uh, moving forward in Game Two of his return in Game Three uh, and so on and so on. Let's look at the betting odds for Saturday night. Phillies, the heavy home favorite, of course, at minus two seventy five. The Pirates, uh, plus two thirty five. The run line. Pirates getting the one and a half priced at plus 114. Phillies laying the one and a half priced at minus 134. Total runs set at nine for this matchup. The over priced at minus 121. The under priced at plus 102. Uh, I also want to continue our conversations when we preview each Phillies game with the, the player props. All right. We threw out the, the odds for Bryce Harper to hit a home run in his return at plus 250 yesterday at Bet Rivers. That did not hit, but we'll always continue to throw in uh, some some player props that we can key in on that are popular or that stand out for that given day and, and that given matchup. So uh, we will get into the betting preview a little bit deeper uh, in this episode, of course, uh, probably after we do the uh, Eagles-Dolphins full-on betting preview for their third and final preseason game so uh phillies giving the ball to kyle gibson pirates giving the ball to tyler bead bead is one and three on the year with a 4.13 era kyle gibson's eight and five with a 4.30 era 105 strikeouts on the year gibson's been solid this month uh had his worst outing of the month last week against the mets he allowed four runs and four and a third other than that He's been solid with an ERA of under three, 2.96 in his previous four starts. Gibson has yet to start against Pittsburgh this year, and he only has started two, uh, two different times against them in his entire career. Both were last seasoned in 2021, posted a record of 1-0, uh, ERA over four, but he allowed six runs in 12 and a third innings of work uh, in those two games combined, kept his whip under one at .947. You look at Tyler Bede, uh, Tyler's getting the ball for the Pirates. If you want to know who he is a little bit, uh, he's made 27 appearances. Four of them have been starts, and he's just been you know, average, which is great for the Pirates standards. They're almost 30 games under 500. Uh, he's a four-year vet coming off a pretty good start against Cincy, where he won seven innings, allowing three earned runs. Uh, if you look at Bede and what he's done against Philly, he's... Held the Phillies scoreless in three innings of work at the end of July. The three innings in that game were the longest outing as a reliever on the season for him. Uh, and then he ended up starting after that appearance. So uh, Phillies certainly have an opportunity to get to the opposing starter here on Saturday night uh, at Citizens Bank Ballpark. So uh, we'll preview that. As I mentioned a little bit more, we also... Want to get to the Birds, of course, in their third and final uh, preseason matchup here on Saturday night down in Miami. So uh, we're all pretty excited 
to wrap up the preseason so we can get some some real football right let's just let's just keep it uh keep it 100 here if you look at the updated odds for eagles dolphins the eagles are the road dog getting two and a half right now at bet rivers priced at even money plus 100 dolphins laying the two and a half priced at minus 121 eagles on the money line plus 128 the dolphins minus 152 the total for this game at 37 and a half the over priced at even money plus 100 the under priced at minus 121 uh if you want to take a look at what the betting public has done this is as of friday night and i'll uh, try and post an updated betting public betting splits before kickoff here later on on saturday night uh, but the most recent numbers that i have all right you look at the money line betting 62 percent of the total handle coming in going with the eagles on the money line and then the public 52 percent of the total tickets going with the miami dolphins on the money line you look at the total at 37 and a half 53 of the handle going with the under 90 percent of the tickets going with the over that typically tells us uh sharp action going with the under the average joe better going with the over aka the public going with the over as far as the spread 93 percent of the handle laying the two and a half with the dolphins and then 56 percent of the tickets siding with the eagles plus two and a half so uh interesting discrepancies there uh, particularly with the total and the spread so we'll we'll get into right now just all the updates surrounding the philadelphia eagles who we can expect to see on saturday night uh and a final betting preview and and best bets see how many we have here for this saturday night matchup final preseason game can't wait for the eagles to kick off against the dolphins because that means the end is near for this preseason. I, I just, I'm not going to try and go on a massive rant here, a long rant about the preseason. But I, I just, I don't get it, right? Something needs to change. I, they, it was a start by changing the preseason total number of games from four to three, uh, but it's still, it still needs to be adjusted, right? Like. Eagles went down to Miami to practice and to have some joint practices with the Miami Dolphins. We see it throughout the entire NFL. It's not something new, but it's something that's gotten more popular, uh, certainly to the public at least, I would say within the NFL as well, because these franchises now, they're just not going to trot out their assets. Right? I mean, that that's how they look at it. They're not going to trot out. Uh, Jalen Hurts to play a quarter, to play a game that's meaningless and risk injury uh, and risk an entire season, right? Wh which I completely understand. Um, but what's what's the product here, right? Like, look at Nick Sirianni. He said earlier this week, Eagles head head coach, and this is nothing new, but it sort of just confirms this whole point. And I quote: We really look at these joint at those joint practices like a game. It's a controlled game setting. We get what we want out of them. That's more important to these teams and coaches, the joint practices, than the actual preseason game that they're supposed to be practicing for and getting ready for. Right? So the teams don't care about the preseason games. They're openly telling us, why do we need three preseason games to figure out back-end roster battles? 
like this game on Saturday night, we're not going to see Jalen Hurts. We haven't seen A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith all preseason, right? We're not going to see anyone of significance, and we shouldn't. And Miami, uh, especially after they had to cancel their side of the joint practices this week with the Eagles due to illness uh, in the clubhouse, I guess you can say, uh, they're they're not going to trot anyone out. We're not going to see Tua. We're not going to see Tyreek Hill. We're not going to see any of the Miami Dolphins starters. This game, once again, is just about guys that are fighting to make a team, fighting to uh, win a position battle that's on the back end of the depth chart. It, it's, it's really silly. And honestly, it, it's near impossible to bet these games. I mean, it's very simple to actually do it. <laughs> but it's impossible to submit a bet on these games and say, yep, I feel informed and I feel good about this bet. It's just a complete roulette type of a play, right? You might as well put your number on, uh, put your money on a, a random number on, on the roulette wheel. Uh, that's what betting this preseason really feels like. And it's just gotten worse and worse as far as meaningful games and playing time from any meaningful players on any team in the NFL. All right. So we mentioned the total at 37 and a half. The Eagles are getting two and a half. Uh, I, I don't know how to break this one down for you, right? If anything, I, I would lean towards the under 37 and a half. I know the Eagles have gone over the total in both of their preseason games, but at least in those two games, some starters and players of significance saw some playing time. I, I don't imagine that to be the case at all here for this third and final preseason game. You're not going to see any starter on either side of the ball, maybe a couple on defense. Uh, but outside of that, it's just going to be a full-on reserves type of a matchup. The Dolphins haven't been putting up many points here throughout the regu uh, regular season, throughout the preseason thus far. Um, so I, I would anticipate that trend to continue. I think the Eagles' total offensive production should go down a little bit based off of us knowing uh, that no one is going to play. <laughs> so my best bet here is going to be the under 37 and a half priced at minus 114. Uh, I also wouldn't hate looking at the under for the team total for the Miami Dolphins. Their team total set at 19 and a half. The under is priced at minus 103. For what it's worth, the Eagles team total set at 17 and a half, uh, the over at minus 103, the under at minus 120. Uh, we'll see, right? Like if we're trying to figure out, all right, what can we prepare for for this third and final matchup uh, Saturday night, right? Like is there anything, Rye, that you can give us? Right. Well, I'll, I'll throw some young players uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles that you can keep an eye on. And the obvious one, I, I think for most fans at least, is Devon Allen, wide receiver Devon Allen. Uh, he put his world-class Olympic speed on display last week. He caught a deep touchdown pass uh, from Senate in the third quarter of that matchup against the Browns. He hasn't looked great in camp. That's been the reports. Uh, but it's also, I think, a factor that he hasn't played any football in six years. So that's you know, a fair amount of time to shake off the rust that he's acquired in that uh, time span. Uh, but man, I think he's worth at least keeping around, uh, if not a roster spot, certainly 
on the practice squad uh, just, just because of his talent. I mean, we, we saw what he has uh, in him with that deep touchdown pass last week against the Browns. Nicobe Dean, uh, I would imagine, will be seen a little bit for this game. So that's a name that you can look forward to watching. I doubt the Eagles are going to play TJ Edwards at all. I doubt they're going to play Kaiser White at all. Uh, you have Christian Ellis is out dealing with a little bit of a hamstring injury. Sean Bradley missed a couple practices in Miami with an illness. Uh, so Eagles don't have any linebackers left. You're going to have to see Nicobe Dean and not just see him. I actually think you're going to see a good bit of him. So he has an opportunity to really you know, dominate and make some plays going up against what I would imagine to be the Miami Dolphins scrubs. All right, another linebacker you can keep an eye on. Uh, Kyron Johnson, the sixth-round pick out of Kansas. He was uh, looking good against the Dolphins in a joint practice Wednesday. That was from some reports that I caught uh, earlier in the week. If Johnson makes this roster, the 53, he'll be one of the last guys to make it, I would imagine. He can take his spot, I think, with a really good performance tonight uh, in Miami. So Johnson is someone at linebacker to keep an eye on. Someone else I've been uh, looking to keep an eye on here that we haven't been able to is quarterback Carson Strong. Um, haven't really seen him much at all this summer. Even when he eventually got into that preseason game last week, he handed it all five times, and then he threw one incompletion. Pretty strange. The Eagles paid him decent amount of guaranteed money, and they really haven't given him any time of day at all. I, I would imagine this is the game you're going to see Carson Strong for at least a, a quarter, a quarter and a half, maybe the entire second half. We'll see what Sirianni and the offensive coaching staff decides to do. But uh, I would like to see a little bit more of quarterback Carson Strong, who the Eagles picked up late in the draft, uh, in the most recent NFL draft, of course. A couple of other names we can throw out there. Um, corner, Vincent Jr. Uh, you look at Josh Job. he injured his elbow against the Browns last week. Uh, so a roster spot in the secondary may have opened up because of that. The top candidate to possibly take that opening and secure it for a spot is Vincent Jr. Uh, he's taken over a lot of the second-team cornerback reps. Uh, he is a former track star from LSU. He's had some ups and downs in camp, but he still has a really good chance to make this roster. So that's someone to keep an eye on. One more on the defensive side of the ball I'll throw out there. Safety, uh, Tart. All right, Tart, he's a veteran. He really hasn't officially made this roster yet. He did play well in the uh, practices this week down in Miami, but he needs to have some good, strong reps to show this coaching staff and Eagles front office something to officially make this team, or else he, uh, he being Jaquiski, Tart may not even make this Eagles roster. So third and final preseason game, Eagles the two-and-a-half-point dog with the total at 37-and-a-half kicking off tonight. I say go with the under if you're really dying to make a bet on this matchup. All right, before we move on to some final thoughts and betting picks and previews for the Philadelphia Phillies for games two and three, uh, against the Pirates this weekend, Saturday night and Sunday. I want to talk a little bit uh, about the futures market odds in the NFL and particularly how uh, how it relates to our birds because 
on yesterday's episode on Friday, we touched uh, a little bit on the movement in the market for the Philadelphia Eagles for, um, you know, playoff odds, win total, etc. There's been movement everywhere, right? Like, let, let's look at Super Bowl winner updated odds at Bet Rivers Sportsbook here in PA. Uh, the betting favorite is still the Buffalo Bills at six to one. Uh, Tampa Bay is plus seven fifty. Kansas City ten to one. Green Bay eleven to one. Uh, L.A. Rams eleven to one. Chargers fifteen to one. Eagles are now twenty-five to one to win the Super Bowl, uh, and that's you know relatively significant because uh, not too long ago, throughout the summer, especially in June, early July, they were at forty to one at Bet Rivers to win the Super Bowl. That that's a pretty decent jump, all the way to twenty-five to one from forty to one here, uh, as we get ready for the third and final preseason game. For what it's worth, the Cowboys are right ahead of the Eagles at Bet Rivers wagering menu at 22 to 1 uh, to win the Super Bowl. So a significant move there uh, for Super Bowl odds for the Birds. You look at NFC Championship winner, Eagles right now are 10 to 1, uh, which is significant. They were uh, up to 14 to 1 even like a week or so ago. I saw them all the way as high as 16 to 1 earlier in the summer, now at 10 to 1. Uh, Cowboys also 10 to 1, so tied for uh, the same betting odds to win the NFC are Dallas and Philly. The betting favorite is Tampa at plus 350. You have the Packers next at plus 450. The Rams are next at 5-1. to one. How about regular season MVP? Now, Josh Allen is still your betting favorite at 7-1, to one, uh, but Jalen Hurts has also moved. I would say we can describe it as a significant move. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 40-1. to one. Earlier in the summer, right now, Jalen to win MVP, 22 to 1 at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. So it's another significant jump. We've seen a lot of moves here for the Eagles and their futures market odds. Uh, and then one more for you a big one NFC East winner. The Eagles, all summer long, as early as last week, uh, second as far as odds to best odds to win the NFC East behind the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys were sitting at plus 125. Uh, the Eagles were sitting at plus 165 for a while. I think even earlier in the summer, it was right around plus 190. Uh, right now, the Eagles and the Cowboys are tied at plus 150. The co-betting favorites right now to win the NFC East, both the Eagles and the Cowboys at plus 150. So significant moves in a lot of different categories for the futures market in the NFL as it relates to our Philadelphia Eagles. Interesting to see. Uh, as far as Washington and the Giants, their betting odds, Washington to win the division 5-1, to one, nothing's changed there. Uh, and the Giants are plus 750, uh, which has been the, the number pretty much for uh, some time now. So uh, interesting moves there as it relates to the Philadelphia Eagles to win the division, even uh, up to winning the Super Bowl. So I wanted to make sure we pointed that out here before we transitioned to some Phillies talk uh, to get us into the rest of the weekend. All right, so let's wrap up the episode uh, previewing this Phillies and Pirates matchup on Saturday. We already mentioned uh, the probable starting pitching matchup, Gibson uh, getting the ball for your Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, not a great outing in his most recent outing, but uh you know, that, that's 
that's okay. He went up against the Mets. Uh, Gibson has a strong opportunity uh, to bounce back here in a spot going up against uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. If you look at some of Gibson's pitcher props, if you will, uh, total strikeouts for Gibson at four and a half. All right, uh, Bet Rivers has Gibson set at four and a half for total strikeouts. Uh, the over priced at minus 107. The under uh, priced at minus 125. Uh, is that a play that is worth making? Uh, you look at his recent games and what he's done with K's. He only uh, tallied up three total strikeouts on August 21st against the Mets. He got 11 K's against the Cincinnati Reds in his. Uh, outing on August 16th. Then he only had three against Miami, four against Washington, four against Atlanta. So he's typically around the, the three to five range. Um, 11 against Cincy makes you say, all right, well, Pirates aren't very good either. He certainly has an opportunity uh, to, to get over that four and a half. I'm staying away from it. I would lean towards the over if you're looking to make a play on that. But uh, otherwise, I, I think there's opportunity elsewhere. Uh, in particular, we can go to the Phillies team total for runs, not for the game. That's set at nine, uh, the over for the game at minus 120, the under nine at even money, a plus 100. But I'm looking at the Phillies at five and a half with the over priced at minus 108. This is once again an opportunity uh, for the Phillies against a bad Pirates team to continue their offensive success uh, and firepower that we've seen from them over the past couple of months, but especially what they've been able to do against bad teams, such as this Pittsburgh Pirates team. You look at what they've done recently in their last six outings for the Phillies. They've put up seven, four, seven, seven, four, and 10 runs in their last six games. That comes to an average of exactly six and a half runs per game in the last week, uh, with the total at five and a half, uh, coming off a game where they put up a seven spot on the scoreboard uh, I'd like them to get over the five and a half mark once again at a decent price at minus 108. So that's a player prop play that I'm looking to make, taking the over on the Phillies run total uh, set at five and a half here at Bet River Sportsbook in Pennsylvania. Once again, just a reminder, I talked about Gibson for the Phillies. The Pirates are giving the ball to Tyler Bede. Uh, not very good. I think he's slightly below average on his best day. So that ties into my thinking of taking the over on the Phillies team total. Certainly a better option than, for example, taking the Phillies on the money line at minus 275. Uh, if you think the Phillies can win by two runs or more, once again, not a terrible price at minus 134. Uh, I would lean towards that and give that out as a possible play as well. Not something I'm doing. Going with the over five and a half. Uh, you look at a couple player prop options, more than a couple. Uh, at Bet Rivers Wagering Venue. Just go check it out yourself. Uh, a ton of options. But if you look at, we'll give you the update for Bryce Harper to hit a home run because we gave that out. Uh, we didn't give it out, but I talked about it yesterday a little bit, uh, previewing that Friday night game one in Harper's return, plus 250 to hit a homer. He did not do so tonight. Those odds are at plus 265. If you want to have some fun uh, and cheer on Harper, getting his first home run since returning on Friday. It's now at plus 265 compared to yesterday's game at plus 250. Uh, what's a better bet, though? You look at Harper to go yard at plus 265. 
How about Harper to hit a double? That's a plus 310. Uh, I would actually lean towards that. I may end up sprinkling a little bit there with Harper to get a double at plus 310. You also look at Harper to get over one and a half hits. That's priced at plus 160. So you have some decent options for Bryce Harper, however you want to look at it, whether it's to get a couple of hits in the game, whether it's to go yard, whether it's to hit a double, a gapper there uh, to get to second base, all with decent odds attached to it. One number that sticks out to me when looking through some of these player props just to have uh, some fun betting options here for this matchup. How about Alec Boehm, who is most likely going to be continuing to hit in the three-hole, at least for now, after hitting in the three-spot last night with Harper's return, batting cleanup. Uh, Alec Boehm to go yard is 6-1. to one. That's a number that pops. Alec Boehm obviously has had a ton of success throughout the past couple of months. That's why he's remained in the three-hole with Harper coming back. Not a power guy, uh, batting average close to 300, but certainly capable of going yard. Uh, I think that's a number at plus 600 that you can feel good about if you want to have some fun sprinkling a little bit on that as well. So I, I see the Phillies winning this matchup. Honestly, uh, just to go over the next couple of days, uh, I, I see the Phillies pulling off another sweep here this weekend at home. A lot of excitement and adrenaline with Harper back. I certainly uh, predict them to get another win tonight, getting over the five-and-a-half run mark uh, set at Bet River Sportsbook, as we discussed. Uh, and, man, hopefully we can see Harper go yard for the first time since returning from missing two months and a day's worth of action coming back from that broken thumb injury. And hopefully Gibby, Kyle Gibson, can help the Phils uh, push them over over the edge on the winning side of things to get their second straight win against the Pittsburgh Pirates and their sixth straight victory overall coming off that four-game sweep of the Cincinnati Reds. We started this episode talking a little bit uh, about the Phillies' chances to make a run. And once again, to reiterate, only two teams in all of Major League Baseball have a better record since June 1st than your Philadelphia Phillies. Phillies are 50-26 and 26 in that time. Only the Atlanta Braves and only the Los Angeles Dodgers have been better. Right? And that is a large enough sample size for me to say, you know what, that, <laughs> that means something. The Dodgers, in case you forgot, they are the betting favorite to win the World Series at Bet River Sportsbook at plus 350 couple of other notables for the World Series. The Astros are second at plus 385. The Mets are next at plus 475. Then you have the Yankees at 5-1. to one. And those Atlanta Braves, who are one of two teams that have been better than the Phils since June 1, at 9-1. to one. And then the Phils. Man, talk about value. 35-1 to one to win the World Series. The Dodgers, one of those teams that have been on fire, the betting favorite, of course, to come out of the NL at plus 155. The Mets are next at plus 235. Then the Braves at plus 475. And to reiterate, the Phils 16-1 to win the National League. Something we'll have to uh, look at and revisit after the weekend, see how the Phillies fare over the next couple of games against the Pirates. Hopefully they take care of business and not just get the series win, but pull off the series sweep. 
All right, thank you all once again, as always, for tuning in to another edition of the Philadelphia City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I've been your host, Ryan Rothstein, at WiseRye on Twitter, W I S E R Y E. You'll find links to all the podcast platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pods, whichever platform you prefer. Uh, it's right there, available on my Twitter page. And then you can find the links to each and every episode we put out throughout the week as well best of luck on your bets go birds tonight go fills uh plenty to discuss when we come back from this sports betting weekend have a great rest of your weekend and best of luck on all of your bets peace kick off football season with bet rivers online sportsbook all season long bet rivers is your go-to sportsbook for all football related content Check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, BetRivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and back your favorite players with BetRivers. It's a whole new game. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.